Well, it's good to be back and doing another podcast, Random Thoughts with Pastor Bob. And, you know, this week I want to talk about a subject that I think a lot of pastors are going to relate to that listen, and I know there's a handful of them and some missionaries that listen as well. And, you know, it stemmed from uh, a week full of people having frustrations and problems. And, you know, that's what a pastor does. He listens. He uh, talks when people want to be talked to, and uh, he, he just loves on people, and that's that's my job as a pastor. And But sometimes, in my own humanness, <laughs> I uh, get those weeks where it's just day after day, moment after moment, people just talking and uh, have a lot of frustrations uh, in life and things they want to see different and com- maybe a complaint or two about the church and what can be done there. And you know, it came to a, a pinnacle today when my mom called me, and oh, my mom, she's going through some tough times too. Her her mother is not doing well. My grandma, and um, you know, a lot of stress on her life. And I, I do the you do the magic thing as a kid when you call your mom. You say, "How are you doing today?" And that is when the Pandora's box opens. And twenty five, thirty minutes, maybe an hour later, mom's done venting, and then the big question: How are you doing? And after something like that, you're just like, uh, I'm not, not too good, you know. But, um, no, I mean, life is good. But my mom made an interesting uh, point after all of that was said and done when she um, was able to vent to me. And I appreciate when people can vent to me. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. But she goes, you know, sometimes I just wonder, where do pastors go when they need to vent? And, you know, this is a question that is very good um, because I've seen some pastors that, don't know how to vent and they end up taking it out on their homely their some pastors don't know how to vent and they end up taking it out on their home life their wife their kids um, some pastors just keep it up cooped up and uh, don't let anybody know and in, inside they're just a terrible mess and uh, then there's some who just know how to find relaxation know how to do things and and vent from it all I'm somewhere between the two and three where I keep it pent up and then uh, just kind of am torn up inside and finding relaxation. Wapaka, if you've never been here before, come on up. I'll treat you to a steak. And uh, it's a beautiful place where I find a lot of relaxation, walking around the many lakes, our state park, putting the boat in the water, do some bass fishing. You know, it's important. And this gets a, this, this kind of gets me to my main point here is that, you know, all of us go through frustrations in life. All of us deal with things. And you know, how do you deal with it? Um, you know, I've seen way too many times where people deal with it by taking it out on the person they love, whether they're married or dating. And that, that that's very counterproductive. In fact, um, you know, my, my whole thing that I believe is that, yeah, the scriptures, the Bible has some marriage verses in it. And uh, they're often referred to as marriage scriptures. But really, I think every scripture in the Bible is a marriage scripture. You know, how you treat other Christians. You know what, if you can't start in the home with your spouse or kids, you can't possibly do it outside of your home with other people. And, um, you know, so it's important to find ways to deal with stress. It's important ways to deal with, you know, after a long day at the office or a long day of, of a, for a pastor counseling people and people telling them what's wrong with the church and what needs to get done and yet they're not willing to volunteer one single bit it's important to find time for yourself i hold my monday sacred you know mondays i will clear the calendar if i accidentally schedule something on a monday i'm going to clear it because um barring a an emergency i'm there but otherwise you know what it can wait till tuesday meetings um 
talking with people, counseling sessions, that can wait. If it's somebody that um, ends up in the hospital or passed away or something, that's a whole different ball game, and uh, that's when pastors need to be on top of their A game, I would say. And But it's important, you know, my Mondays, they're, they're very important to me, and those are the days I just kind of unwind, read a good book, go fishing, um, maybe sit and watch TV, maybe... Uh, play my favorite video game, Aerosmith Guitar Hero, and uh, just unlocked Sweet Emotion the other night. I was jamming that song all night. But, you know, we all have different ways to find our venting. And, um, you know, sometimes as a pastor, your your life is full of negativity. Sometimes your life is full of people just dumping on you and then expecting you to just be, hey, it's the pastor, he's always in a good mood, and inside you're just a mess. You know, if that's the case for you as a pastor, you need to find things to relax, to renew. And uh, if, if you're working somewhere and this is your daily grind, you know, going into the office and just dealing with problems and stuff, you've got to find something to do. You know, one of my favorite things to do, and I'm going on it in September, is to basically leave town. I go to Green Bay and spend three days, two nights in complete silence at a uh, at, at the St. Norbert Abbey. And, you know, this this retreat is called a silent prayer retreat. You get away for three days, and you're, you have one little dorm room that has a bed, a sink, and a desk in it. And there's public shower facilities there and stuff, but that's all you get. And you get your meals, and <laughs> the Catholics know how to make good meals there. i got to say that. And um, so they do all this stuff for you. And then there's a retreat director who just meets with you four times during those three days to give you things to ponder on, to talk about, to think over, to pray on. And you, you just walk around. You just ponder things. You read stuff they give you. And you just really let God do an awesome thing. And, you know, I think those are the times God really speaks to you is when you just slow down and listen to him. Sometimes we, we, we bombard heaven with our prayers over and over you know, well, you know, I, I, I hear people bragging that they have two, three, four-hour prayer meetings. And, um, you know, it, it, that's good and all. But, you know, if we make our prayers and petitions known to God, he hears us. And I think more so an awesome prayer life is when we're silent before God and listen to him speak to our lives. Because our prayer lives can turn into a, a, a nothing but a big buffet where we say, God, I want this, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want it now. And if we don't get it, we do it over again. And in the meanwhile, God's saying, may I speak to you? Uh, but, you know, God tends to wait for us to stop talking until he speaks, and silence is golden. I guess the crux of the matter is is that if you're going through life and you're just one of those people where you're just like, I don't know how to get away, I don't know what to do, and... You, you have your hobbies, you have things, you have your man cave or woman cave to go to, and that, that just isn't working. You know what? Try silence. Go away somewhere, maybe for an hour, maybe for two hours. If you're able to, you know, the, the Jesuits, they started this whole silent prayer retreat. Find a Jesuit prayer house near you or find a retreat director that does silent prayer retreats and get away and find peace because if you don't, you know, a rubber band can only stretch so far before it snaps. And, uh, you know, I, I personally have been to that point where, boy, the, the rubber band was stretched as far as it could and miraculously it stretched a little further and I was ready to snap. But, you know, I found time to get away. And that's when God heals you. That's when God renews you. And uh, nobody should have to go through life completely stressed out. You can, 
I, I'm a firm believer in the saying that you always are able to make time for things you want to do. No matter how busy your schedule is, no matter how much you have going, if you really want to do something, you can make time in your schedule. You know what? Value that free time. Value that quiet time before God and get away. Send me stories. Uh, shoot me emails, you know, random thoughts with Pastor Bob at gmail.com about what you do to relax, what you do to unwind. And um, I'm gonna, I'll post those and even talk about them in future episodes because I think some people want to do it and they hear this podcast and they say, well, that's, that's great. I want to do that. I want to be able to relax, but how do I do it? I can't get away on a prayer retreat. You know, send me your send me uh, your comments. What do you do to relax? What do you do to renew? And uh, I'll post those up on the blog, and uh, hopefully other people can learn from it. Hey, thanks for joining me for another Random Thoughts with Pastor Bob, and uh, we'll look forward to recording another one very soon.